Okay, so let's take a moment and talk about the Marvel Universe. Most people believe that Marvel in the movies began with Iron Man. Not entirely true. The Marvel Cinematic Universe may have started with Iron Man because they built their storyline based upon that. But Marvel in general had movies out prior to that. I mean, we're talking, we had Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. We had Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. We had the X-Men. We had the Fantastic Four. But the first movie for Marvel that really got attention was Blade in 1998. And that's what we're talking about this week is Blade from 1998 with Wesley Snipes and Stephen Dorff. So sit back, relax, hope you enjoy the show, let us know what you think about it. Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast, Retro Life for You. My name is Chris Adams, the host with the absolute most, or so I like to believe. Alongside me this week, I got Travis Rollins. And Travis, you got something for me? Yeah, man. What's oh, some, some funky yeah. stuff there? I, I recognize that. You should, you should, you should. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's something dark and bloody about it, it feels like. I mean, it is almost, uh, almost like pornographic, even. I don't know about all that. <laughs> I do. It's, it's some pretty sharp music, though, I tell you. you know, do you remember like, where it's like, from? Like a blade, for example. Yes. Yeah, you see as what I did there? As, the ones, as sharp as the ones we pull across our heads. You see what I did there? Sharp, like I a blade. It. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Some mother just always yeah. trying to ice skate uphill. If only I had the sound effect <laughs> this week. <laughs> yes, that is from the Daywalker. That's right. This week we are talking about Wesley Snipes and Blade, the first movie. Oh, it's been a while oh. since I watched this movie, Travis, and I watched it just last night. Part did you, of it. Did you and, brush um, up on it? I did. I, uh, nice. I hadn't seen it in a while, and we talked about doing it. I was like, it's "So good, Blade." I'm like, "But I haven't watched Blade in so long. I really That's wanted good. to see it again." So I, I went and watched it. It's one of my all-time favorites, too, man. I love that movie so much. It, it's probably one of my favorite Wesley. It's, it's not my favorite Wesley Snipes movie, but it's right up there at the top. Yeah, which one yeah. is? It, it's kind of hard to say because I liked him in Passenger Fifty Seven. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I liked him in the movie with Sean Connery. I think it's called Rising Sun. Yes. That was good. And who didn't like him in White Men Can't Jump? That's very true, too. So, um, you know, I wasn't real fond of Bullet. Oh, no, not Bullet honestly, Train. What's honestly, it called? A lot of people uh, will, might come at me for this one, but I liked him in Gallo Walkers, too. You know, I don't even know what that is. It's a western that he did after his uh, after he came back from all of his doggone uh, tax fraud or re- refusement or whatever that um, yeah he he made that when he was trying to get back on top. But uh, he was great in a lot of movies, man. The Art of War, The Contractor, uh, Unstoppable. Art of War might be the train movie. That's it. Art of, War. Art of War, not 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 yeah. Rising Sun. Art of War. Yeah, the first undisputed movie before Michael Jai White took those over where he fought Ving Rhames in the prison was awesome. Uh, 
yeah he's been he's he's got some movies um what was he? he was in one with tommy lee jones too oh yes u.s marshals there you go yeah that one that was the sequel to the fugitive and of course he was demolition man he was in demolition man along with uh see how could I have forgotten that one right there? Along with Stallone, that was one of his best ones. Yes, that, that one, was a good and, one. Um, his character Zombie. was his character was good too. Yeah, awesome. That one, and then uh, Drop Zone. I almost said I almost said The uh, Highlander, but that was Marvio Van Peebles. But uh, Rising Drop, Sun, Drop Zone was awesome. Drop Zone too. was awesome. It was like Point Break, but yes. not. You know what I mean? Right. And then uh, Sugar Hill, uh, Tu Wong Fu. There was another New Jack movie City. With, New Jack City. New that Jack was like, City. Yeah. New what's Jack the, City. What's the other movie he had with Woody Harrelson? Mm. It's something to do with uh, transit, uh, like transit cops or something like that with subways. Oh man, I don't, I don't know that I've seen this. I need to look this up. He was Willie really Mays Hayes in uh, uh, the first oh, major man. league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the first major league. While you're looking up the uh, movie with the train and everything, I'm going to go ahead and talk about the box office part. So take a look at that for me, see if you can find it. Uh, the movie the, with the train? That's unstoppable. Yeah, it's sure. got, I don't know, it's got him and Woody Harrelson and maybe, I don't know if it's Jennifer Lopez or if it was somebody else. Oh, wait a minute. Now hold on, that sounds familiar. What Jennifer Lopez was his girlfriend in it and she was in the very beginning of it? Is I, that it? I don't know if she was a cop with them or a girlfriend. I don't know which. Okay. And they had a plot to go ahead and rob something on one of the trains, tired of being the cops and everything. And then I, th- I think they had a change of heart, or, or Wesley Slimes had a change of heart, and Woody Harrelson wanted to go through with it. Oh, man. Way different than White Men Can't Jump, for sure. Yeah, I can't. And it came after White Men jump, Can't Jump, I imagine? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Okay. All right. I'll look that up. You go over to the box office. All right. So let's go ahead and check it out. So August 21st, 1998 is when this came out. I did not realize this movie was that late in coming out. I knew it wasn't an 80s movie, you know, but I didn't realize it was 98. Box office budget was $45 million estimated. Opening weekend, U.S. and Canada. 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 Seventeen million seventy three thousand eight hundred and fifty six. So it didn't quite break even with the budget, but the gross worldwide was one hundred thirty one million two hundred eleven thousand three hundred seventy seven dollars. And Blade, you know, everybody talks about Iron Man being, you know, the one that brought the MCU to us and everything. Yeah, I disagree. Blade was out way before Iron Man. Way before. And, uh, and Blade really, is one hundred percent Marvel. And that movie is Money Train, by the way. Money Train, that's it. There you go. When did the first Spider-Man come out with Tobey Maguire? Was that before Blade or after? No, heck no. So it's after Blade. So Blade is the first, right? Yeah. The the first Spider-Man was in the 2000s, for sure. I thought it was. I thought it was, too. And then they did Andrew Garfield afterwards. Yeah, because you had Blade and it it was Blade and uh, Spawn just right right with each other. And then they realized uh, how good that was doing. And then the Spider-Man stuff. I think that's probably the second. I want to say so maybe even the third Spider- movie was out by the time Spider-Man came out. Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire was 2002. Okay. 
So 98 is definitely before that, and you're right. So everybody wants to really brag on uh, Iron Man. Blade Trinity came first. out in 2004. Yeah. So you done had then, two of the Blades out probably before Blade Spider-Man Blade came out in 2002. It was the same year as Spider-Man. Okay. And it was better. <laughs> I don't care. I, it was better. Blade 2. Blade 2 was good. I mean, you know, for me, I, I, I'll take Spider-Man over Blade 2 just because I do like Spider-Man as one of the, as one of the you know, superheroes of choice. For I, I respect that. I but Blade I, 2 I was a great that. movie, though. Yeah, I mean, my name for tonight is Nomak on the on the board here. And yes. Jared Nomak was the bad guy from number two. I was going to let, but nobody's going to see this anyway. So maybe, possibly. Oh, and talking about the first scene, too. Uh, we're talking about uh, uh, the people in the movie, and I said it was uh, nearly pornographic at the beginning. It's because you have this redhead at the beginning of the movie, for those of y'all that haven't seen Blade. It, you know, it is surprising to me, too. Uh, Batman, was it Batman? I don't remember what movie it was, but I, I got to think about it after one of the shows that we did. We were talking about, you know, if you haven't seen this, and we tell people what it's about and isn't that. And it's like, I talk to people who are, I don't know, even eight years younger than me. There are so many movies that they have not seen. That's even from their childhood. It's like, what? How have you not seen this? There's, you know how many people went and seen Top Gun 2 and have never seen the first one? It was like, yes. are you kidding me? Yes, I've, I've talked to quite a few. I have conversations with the guys I work with all the time. Uh, They're a lot younger than me. They're 18, 19, 20 years old. And one of them was telling me about Blade. Was, he was talking about Blade to me just yesterday. I said, dude, that's hilarious that you bring that up because that's the topic of the podcast this weekend is Blade. He said, really? I said, yeah. yeah. He said, did you hear that they're going to be remaking Blade or, or they're going to be adding to it with a uh, rumor? I don't know if it's true or not. Eldris, uh, how do you say his Eva. name? Eldris uh, playing the yeah. role of Blade. Idris, Idris Alba. Idris Alba. Okay. I, I couldn't think of how to say his name for sure. I cannot see that. I don't know if they're doing that or not, but I know there's the, the one that they've been talking about coming to add into the MCU right now is going to have Kit Harrington as Black Knight. And mm-hmm. um, I cannot remember the new guy. I, playing I thought Blade. it was the guy that does the TV, ver- the TV version of Blade. I thought it was him. I don't think it is. You hear so much, you know, and I mean, nothing's ever really. For sure, it seems like until it actually happens. Yeah, Marshala Ali is who's. Yeah, for some reason, I think that's the one that plays the one on television, the Blade series. Mm, no, 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 no. It's no. not. Mm-mm, no, I thought that was him. I thought it was his no. name. Well, regardless, whoever plays him, you know, they're talking about a reboot of it. So, right, it's either a reboot or a continuation. And Wesley Snipes, I don't think, can pull that off anymore. Oh, I think he could. Um, sticky, st- sticky fingers. <laughs> what the heck? Uh, maybe he is the one that played him. Or, I don't. Nah, because I'm looking at that guy right there, and that's not him. But what I was going to say though is when I was talking about it being nearly pornographic, when the scene, this woman is co- is taking a guy that she met at a club or whatever back to another club. It's a redhead chick. And they go into. Uh, she takes him in this underground. It's like a meat market, like a meat locker or something. They go into the processing room, like the butcher's processing room, and when the blood rave happens, all the blood comes out from the sprinklers and all, and she ends up trying to fight Blade. But anyway, that is Miss Tracy Lords herself, who is the lady who, uh, I guess a lot of people wouldn't know this now either, uh, she gained infamy for giving the porn industry a fake birth certificate 
So she was allowed to legally do porn. And I think it took them about a year and a half. She made about 30 movies before they caught her. Uh, she was 16 years old when she was doing that. So she got him a birth certificate that said that she was 18 or 19 before and did quite a few movies before they found her out. And she moved on to, I mean, becoming infamous in that manner, of course, catapulted her to stardom, pop stardom for sure. And then uh, she was able to come back and maybe get serious and do, she's been in tons of movies and stuff too, little spots like what she did with this. Right. She's never been like a, a leading role. She hasn't really starred in anything like that, but she's always had some bit parts here and there. Right. So, uh, people in the movie, let's talk about that for a second. We got Wesley Snipes, obviously, as Blade. We've mentioned some of his movies already that we liked. Stephen Dorff played Deacon Frost. I thought he played a great bad guy in this movie. Um, and I'm not going to lie, I can't think of hardly anything else unless I look him up and click on his name that had Stephen Dorff in it. What else has he been in? Do you know? Have you seen anything I else of it? Well, yeah, and because this movie made him one of, it kind of pumped him up to be one of the actors that I was really watching, uh, watching out for his movies and stuff a lot. I know he was in one of the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacres, and then uh, he was in, I think it's a scary movie called Rites of Passage, uh, and he was in, uh, the movie wasn't that great. I had high hopes for it. I, it's not a bad movie, but it's not wonderful either. But it, it was an old, uh, no, I say old. It was 2000, mid 2000s. Uh, uh, shoot. It was the Greek gods and stuff, immortals, the Greek gods and everything. So he was in immortals and, um, but he kind of got, it seems like he kind of got typecast after he did it and became kind of a bad guy and pretty much everything. Yeah. So like anything that I have seen him in, mostly it's been, it's been that. And then he was in an older movie that I love that we have to do a show on one day. Uh, it was a, I guess, a, I guess you call it a B movie, almost Mel Brooks ish. It's like if you took Mel Brooks and uh, uh, George Lucas and put them together to make a comedy movie, it's called Space Truckers. I don't know if you ever seen it. It came out in the mid nineties. No, I thought you were gonna say Spaceballs for a minute there. Almost, I'm like that is Mel Brooks. Yeah, but, no, it's called Space Truckers, and it is hilarious. I honestly tell you, I have never seen that, much less heard of it. That's yeah, why I wasn't I sure. On, I wasn't sure on Stephen Dorff. Chris Christopherson, however, I've seen him in quite a bit and uh, heard some of his music too. Famous uh, country songwriter, performer. Uh, Chris Christopherson probably wrote about half of the daggum songs you've ever heard from the outlaw era that yeah. dude wrote so many songs it wasn't even funny for men and women right right and i i, I remember him in the movie fire down below with steven seagal <laughs> uh quite a few westerns steven you know, even there you know mainly tv westerns uh, but mm -hmm. i mean he's been a lot a lot of things like that so he was in an old movie i think it was him it was in a movie with uh, Sally Field, seemed like. I can't remember. But I do know, I do know, and this harkens back to one of the one of our past uh, episodes, and I found this out because of those past episodes uh, in young, our Young Guns tributes, that yeah. he played Pat Garrett in one of the uh, Billy the Kid movies. Did he now? That's he cool. sure did. Yeah, he played Pat Bell Pat Garrett. I think that that was like early eighties or mid that was like the seventies probably. Do you remember Convoy? 
Mm, no. He was in Convoy. That was a. Uh, I remember a, Red Sovine. A ton of. Uh, we got a big old convoy running <laughs> through the night. <laughs> <laughs> convoy was a bunch of obviously you know, truckers. Um, I, I, it's been such a long time. I was young when I watched this, and it wasn't really something that was interesting to me at that age. So I can't really remember what it's all about. I remember all the big minor truckers coming through and everything. He was in he was in semi tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking now. These are seventies movies here. Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid. Who, uh, but he but he says he played Billy the Kid though. I oh, was he Billy the Kid? I thought it was yeah. Pat Garrett. Uh, my says bad. He, says he played Billy the Kid on there. Okay. Uh, we want to we want to jump up to the eighties for a little bit. We have uh, let's see what, anything I recognize on here. Flashpoint sounds familiar. There's um, the uh, the last days of Frank and Jesse James playing Jesse James. That was a TV movie. Okay. Uh, Stagecoach TV movie, Western. The Highwaymen. You know, that's a music video. Yeah. As a part of the Highwaymen group. Yeah. I remember him being in something with Mel Gibson. Big Top Pee Wee. There's Big Big Top Top Pee Wee. Wee. Uh, With Mel Gibson, I'm not (laughs) sure what that would be, honestly. I remember one of the movies. I mean, he's got a, a, a series of, of movies. Smaller ones like like Bird on a Wire or Payback or uh, something like that. I do remember Bird on a Wire. I don't know if he was in it or not, though. Uh, yeah. He's got a, a series of movies called Pair of Aces, along with Willie Nelson. Okay. It looks like so. I mean, he's he's done a few things here and there. Now, see if I can. I'll see if I can find the one. though you're talking about if it stands out to me. He was uh, um, uh, he was old Billy Coleman in Where the Redfern Grows, one of my favorite stories. I got it on Audible. You know, if you don't know where the Redfern Grows or stay ain't reading it in school no more, check that out. It'll make you cry. I remember reading the book. I do remember that. I saw the movie, too. I saw the movie as well. He was in Payback, by the way. Payback. That's what hey, it that's was. Hey, that's one I named. That's what it was. That was one I named. Hey. Yep. You named What's so one. funny to me, too, is between – it's so funny because I would – when I was younger – uh, I would always get him because, you know, my dad listened to the outlaws all the time too. So I'd always get him and Nick Nolte mixed up. Yeah. Uh, when I was trying to remember who was in a movie, for some reason I got him and Nick Nolte mixed up all the daggum time. Do you remember him being in Planet of the Apes? There was lots of people in Planet of the Apes. But he but wasn't one of the apes. I don't or remember anything. which he was one, one he of, was. He was one of the humans that was, uh, he, he, he's the girl's father, the blonde girl's father. Oh, Okay. He takes her on the apes while they're escaping to make sure they escaped. Um, Donald Lowe's. He was in Fallout New Vegas, too. I just got to throw it out there. Yeah. Donald Loeb. Do you remember him? You know him? Donald Loeb? Is it Logue or Loge? L-O-G-U-E. I think it's Logue. Oh, yeah. That's Quinn, man. That's King of Queens. Yeah. I'm not, wait a minute. Not King of Queens. Wait a minute. It wasn't King of Queens. That was... uh, that was a Scientology girl and uh, Kevin. Now, what was he in? Oh, he was in a TV show I used to watch all the time, dude. And it was hilarious. And it was out during the time that they did Blade, it seems like. I remember him being in Gotham, but I don't know about a TV, a TV show other than that. He was Bullock in Gotham. Yeah. Yeah, who, that's who I was. I was trying to peg. Uh, who was it the other day? Billy D. Williams. When I yeah. was like, I didn't like him as Bullock. Donald Logue was great as Bullock. He was also in that uh, the movie The Patriot with Mel Gibson. Oh, I don't remember him in that. He was one of the people that fought alongside him. Oh, heck yeah. Good movie, I believe. Now, was he also 
I don't know if this, if this is the guy or not. There was somebody in Roadhouse that looked like a young version of him. Uh, I think that dude's about my age, so he would have to be... He would have had to have been a kid. And I remember the TV series you're talking about now. I can see he had a a, a younger redheaded daughter that was a real smarty mouth all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't think of the name of the show, but I do, I you know, I do remember that though. He's a great actor though. He's been in all kind of stuff. Like it, it's crazy all the stuff that he's been in. He, uh, yeah, he was he was Bullock in, in that. Um, he was King Horik in Vice in Vikings. Uh, I know Vikings is huge. There's got to be somebody listening that's seen Vikings. So he was in Vikings. Uh, uh, Ten Cup, I think he was in. Or Ten Star. Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, Sons of Anarchy. He's been in tons of stuff. Uh, was the TV show Royal Pains? He was go- He was Ghost Rider, too. He was in Ghost Rider as well. Royal Pains, maybe. Cannot remember to save my life. It seemed like it seemed like like his stepsister, I mean his sister in law and their husband were living in the pool house or something. Do you remember what year it came out? I don't. See, I don't either. I can basically just see it in my head though. The little right. Bit That's the way I am. I can see watching it. I wanted to I want to say it's King of Queens, but I know good and well it wasn't. Oh, it's definitely not King of Queens. No, because that was Kevin, what's his name and What's her name too? <laughs> who's a who's a who? Yeah, this sounds like a, yeah. They know their stuff, don't they? <laughs> so that's what happens when you get older. You're like Leah Remy. Leah Remini. Leah Remini yeah. was her name, and his yeah. name Kevin something. Paul Bart, the mall cop. Man, come on. <laughs> we we get the Joe Biden syndrome when we get older. You know we yeah, don't. Yeah. Uh, you know, come on, man. You know his the place. The, back the, 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 the guy. Water. The guy didn't have just any airports. Yes, I just, <laughs> I just see that today. For those of you who don't know, there is a video clip. And I'm going to say it just because it's funny. We're not a political. Was it the show. Revolutionary? Or no, Revolutionary, Revolutionary War. War. The Revolutionary uh, we're not, War. We're not really a political show, but what's funny is funny. I'm sorry. He's he's doing this thing, and he says something about what one of the problems was was one of the stable things of Jesus didn't recognize that there was a problem in the Revolutionary War because we didn't have enough airports. Yeah, <laughs> and then it goes this person like what he did the Catholic cross his chest too, man. Yes, he did that as well. Oh my gosh! Oh, you know, there's always been an abundance of things to make fun of of presidents over the years past. I'm surprised SNL doesn't take that and run with it. Right. They Grounded for do. life. Grounded, Grounded for, for life. life. That's it. Yeah. I was. I was I looking for. I still. I still couldn't find it. But grounded for life. That's it. Yeah, and what about Udo Kier? I like Udo Kier. Udo Kier played the uh, elder where that Deacon, where Deacon Frost pulled his he, yeah pulled his teeth from him to yeah. show that he, he that he took control of everything. He's got one of those faces that I know him from movies, and I can't put a movie to his face, but I've seen yeah. him so many times. Right, he, he dude, he's been in. So and he much usually, stuff. he usually, he's typecasted too as the kind of person he plays. In most oh movies. yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's totally a scary, scary bad dude. Almost like a mobster kind, or uh, you know, like Russian mob kind of person. When you see yeah. him in the movies, I so I and I can't name a single one of them for you except for this one. Uh, he was in Doggone. Uh, uh, Ace Ventura, I remember him for Ace Ventura. Uh, Johnny Mnemonic, 
which is I call Johnny Mnemonic OG Neo. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's how many people's out here seen Johnny Mnemonic, but Johnny Mnemonic was kind of a neat. It was kind of a matrix matrix esque type thing. Johnny Mnemonic was pretty wild. I think it was back and it in, was uh, Keanu Reeves, Reeves playing it too. Movies. Yeah, yeah, it was Keanu Reeves for sure. Yeah, uh, he was also uh, he was in uh, the the Pam Anderson movie. Um, what was it? Barbed wire. Yeah. And uh he's been in quite a few vampire movies. He was in Modern Vampires, he was in Blade, he was in uh the one that they made from the doggone dang it, Blood Rain. That was an old video game that they made another one out of. Right. And then uh, he, he was in another one in two thousand called Shadow of the Vampire. So like he's he's big time vampire dude. Now, bef- now before this movie, I don't recall before or after because she didn't really Make an impression on me, really, but Arlie Jover played Mercury, the blonde-headed girl that was with Deacon Frost. Uh, do you recall her in anything at all before? When not off at the top of my head, no. I mean, I'm loading the page up with her now, just so I can see out of my own curiosity what she's done and what the she girl, has. the remake of the girl with the dragon tattoo. But other than that, the one that had a uh, 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 James Bond in it. Looks like she James Bond too, looks right? like she hit the she hit the scene around nineteen ninety six and ninety eight somewhere in there. She did uh, some parts in TV series, a uh, music video with Foo Fighters. Blade looks like her first actual movie. Okay, but I'm seeing Fish in a Barrel. I'm seeing uh, the Young Unknowns, Vampires, Los Muertos, Los Muertos. Yeah, that's John Carpenter's. That's the sequel to John Carpenter's Vampires. Is which it? is one of my favorite vampire movies of all time. Uh, Empire of the Wolves. This is into the 2000s now. Uh, Madame Irma. The only thing Brad, I remember her from nothing is... Really st- nothing the stands out dragon to me. Tattoo. Yeah. She, she does a good job in The Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, though. Like I can, I know, I know, she, I know that's her. I can look at her. I'm looking at her face. No, it is. I, I, I see it now. The yeah, Girl with a Dragon Tattoo with, in 2011. Uh, yeah, with Daniel Craig, but that was actually a remake from the original original BBC movies, which are better. They're still good, though. Well, and I'm not seeing anything else at all afterwards that even stands out as something I would know. Right. So she's she's to me well, practically an unknown to me at this point. You're I just I, 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 I never saw the girl with the dragon tattoo. I never saw that. So I guess, but she didn't really make an impression on me either, though. So I no, can't she say didn't it stand was a loss at all. She, I don't feel like she stood out. At all in, in the movie. No. And then as far as the rest of the people on here, uh, I can't even, I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce the girl's first name, Karen. That is the one that got bit that Blade was trying to uh, help. And she's mm-hmm. the one that helps find the cure. And also I think something that helps where he don't have to take that serum any longer. Um, but uh, N apostrophe B-U-S-H-E. What's her first name? Nabushi. Nabushi Wright. So it gets what impression it gives you, and we're probably butchering the name. Yeah, I know, but uh, I don't see, recall I don't think I her. her from his dead presidents. See, I don't recall her from anything else. A lot of these names in here, I've seen pin faces. I'm looking at, I couldn't point them out in any other movie. Eric yeah. Edwards, uh, Asana Lathan, Kevin Patrick Walls, Tim Guinea, Shannon Lee, just as a small part as a resident, it says. Judson Scott, Clint Curtis. These are all bit players, I think, in the movie, but nothing really yeah. stands out. You know, some of these movies you see, Travis, you get the bit players in there. 
And it's mm-hmm. people who are breaking in and getting their first little bit starring roles that are stars later. Right. And I'm not seeing anybody that really stands out to me in yeah. this like that. So, well, uh, Sana Lathan was in uh, AVP. That's, a, that's where I know her from. And I recognized her because I was like, that's Blade's mama. Yeah. <laughs> So the the, in the original she's in the original uh, Alien versus Predator movie, the original the the first Aliens versus Predator. Oh, Aliens versus AVP. Predator. Yeah, she's in. Oh, it. is she the one that is walking around with um, Lance Henriksen? Yeah, Alex. Okay, I have seen her then. Yeah, okay. that's Blade's. That's cool. But she played Blade's mama in in this movie. All right. Well, now for the you know for those people out there who just maybe like you said they don't know Blade. Yeah, they've heard of it, but they haven't watched the movie yet. They see oh, the makes me sad. They see the poster art for it or something, or something along those lines. They see pictures of Wesley Snipes as Blade. And the the storyline, the brief synopsis that IMDb gives you says, in a world where vampires walk to Earth, Blade has a goal. His goal is to rid the world of all vampire evil. When Blade witnesses a vampire bite Dr. Karen Jensen, he fights away the beast and takes Jensen back to his hideout. Alongside Abraham Whistler, Blade attempts to help heal Jensen. The vampire Quinn, who was attacked by Blade, reports back to his master, Deacon Frost, who is planning a huge surprise for the human population. And basically, they're trying to resurrect the blood god. Um, La Magra. La Magra. Yes, that's the whole thing they got going on. So the, what they want to do is they want to be like Blade because it requires... Some help. Let's just say, so we don't ruin it for anybody, it requires some help from Blade to make this happen. And basically, Blade is referred to as the Daywalker because the he has all, all the strengths of the vampires, but none of the weaknesses. Yes. Yeah. I, I, it's so funny. There's a point in the movie, too, where Deacon Frost is done. He's done, took, went crazy. And, uh, it's a really cool point. So that's another thing that I love about these, this movie, too, is it was doing things. Um, that were, you know, at the time I felt like as awesome and revolutionary as The Matrix was doing. This movie and Spawn both, they were doing visual effects that we had never seen before. It was like, whoa! So there's a moment when Deacon Frost had a little girl, he had his hand around this girl's neck and it's like his fingernail got real long. So he's sitting there talking to Blade, they're having this conversation back and forth, insulting each other and whatnot. And Blade looked at him. He he said, "Yes, he was in doubt because Deacon was out during the daytime, but they was wearing, uh, they were wearing sunblock. Uh, sunblock, yeah, they were wearing like eighty SPF sunblock. So it was funny there. Blade looked at him. He goes, your mascara is starting to run.' Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. But yeah, he grabbed a little girl by the throat and just threw her out in the traffic too. Just like, Phew. it was man. That scene and was. Did you that notice? Scene was awesome. Did you notice it's like nobody had a care in the world then? What was going on? Yeah. You got this guy, around. this guy dressed as Blade is dressed. You've got this other guy holding a little girl up by her throat, basically, in mm-hmm. you know, threatening manner and everything. People are walking by like it's everyday business. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he tells him his mascara is running, he tosses her uh, and she goes through that the glass thing, the phone booth or whatever, and lands right. on the road. He takes off running. Blade stops for a second, sees that she's okay temporarily, turns around, fires his gun multiple times, multiple bullets, and, and then turns around and runs running. for the girl and gets the girl and gets across the road just in time so she can get by a bus. The sister down tells her mm-hmm. to, to get out of here and leave. 
She runs off scared. Everybody else is oblivious to what's going on. They're not yeah. even like stopping to see, hey, you okay, little girl, or hey, dude, why are you shooting at that guy over there? You know, it's yeah, like, exactly. No why one they knows this anything. girl up? Uh, this girl just went flying through a bus stop. Man, did you know uh, Wesley Snipes uh, at, the, at the when he was offered this movie for Blade mm-hmm. was interested in doing a movie adaptation of the Black Panther comics at the time? We could yeah, have had we could have had T'Challa years ago yeah. if they had gone through with it. I saw a whole interview on that. He, he said that he felt he wanted to play it more like the, uh, like a, it, it felt to him like the seventies stuff with like Pam Greer and um, man, what was my guy's name? Uh, like Action Jackson. I know that was the eighties, but before him, ah, I can't remember. But before what they call him? Carl Weathers and all that. Yeah. Um, oh, you're talking the uh, the guy who played. The guy like, who originally played Shaft. Yeah, I uh, think the Action Jackson. Richard. Richard something. Yeah, so but but Wesley saw he he was gonna gonna approach the Black Panther like those movies in that they did in the sixties and seventies. Yeah, and it says here he said he was unfamiliar with the Blade comics, seeing more of a connection to the black exploitation heroes of the seventies. That was the word I was trying to find. Black exploitation. He said I just approached him as this really cool character where I'd go do martial arts and wear a leather suit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, black exploitation. That's what that's the movies that I was trying to think of. That was like Pam Greer and and like we're talking about uh, 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 Shaft and all that stuff, right? Yeah, well, it, yeah, you had like to give them just their character names. You had Shaft, you had Foxy Brown, Foxy Brown. Thank you. That that was Pam Greer. Then we yeah. had what someone called Superfly, I believe. Yeah. So I mean, you get all these different things going on. And just so everybody knows, yes, we are going this guy, you know, that guy, this person back in that other time frame. Yeah. Hey, look, we don't know everything, but right. we have a we do have a blast trying to remember and talk about it though. I know, right? Yeah, we don't we don't script out the show and have all the stuff sitting in front of us. I mean, we do look up tidbits and we do have like IMDB pulled up or you know, we might have some Wikipedia if we feel like that's uh trustworthy at that moment. But yeah, you never can tell for sure with Wikipedia. Yeah, I learned that the hard way. I, I had some very much very wrong information on one show a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I like IMDb, the International Movie Database. Uh, spe- uh going back on Wesley Snipes being offered the role mm-hmm. of this movie, he talked about doing Black Panther. When David S. Goyer first pitched the idea of doing a Blade movie, the executives of New Line felt there was only three actors who could possibly do the role. Now, are you looking at it, or can you name three these three people? Uh, Wesley I'm Snipes is obviously one of them. I don't have that pulled up. Is that in the trivia section? It is, yes. Uh, so, other for it. So, before you look, though, other than Wesley Snipes, can you name two of the people in that time frame that could have pulled off Blade, possibly? Well, I felt like it wouldn't have been Michael J. White because he was involved in Spawn. Right. So, Although he probably could have played a good Blade. I, I believe he could have, for sure. Um, but I don't think his name would have come up in those talks because it would have been being used. I would think, uh, man, from that time frame. You're going to kick yourself in the butt if you don't think of one of these for sure. Maybe that time frame. I say maybe. Maybe Tyrese. No. Nope. Or maybe uh, how old was Tyrese back then? What year? Was uh, I don't know. But not, not Tyrese. Tyrese. Was it- I'm going to say he was doggone. He could have done it. Uh, Not him, though. Ooh, you know who could have done it? 
Yeah. I'm thinking of this time frame, and you know what movie just entered my mind? King of New York. Have you ever seen King of New York? Uh, I I don't remember. It sounds familiar. Okay, so it's got it's got uh, uh oh man, Christopher Walken, uh-huh. and I believe it might have Wesley Snipe in it, but uh uh, it's got uh Lawrence Fishburne in it. I think Lawrence is, Fishburne would have done all right. Yes, that's one of them. Wait, is did I get one? That's one of them. Yeah, I, I think Lawrence Fishburne probably could have done Blade. I really do. And, and there's one more name thrown out there. Uh, think of the movie. Uh, I think from the nineties. I mean, dang. Think of uh, Ricochet. Maybe Billy Blanks. Billy Blanks, because Billy Blanks is, wasn't just Tybo. That dude really is a badass. He wasn't known as anything but a B movie artist at the time, though. Um, no, that's true. So you know, at the time, you had Billy. So a lister. Think of the movie Ricochet. Uh, think of uh, Ice. Ice T couldn't have done this. No, he wasn't <laughs> in Ricochet either, though. I can't think of Ricochet. See, that was one of the gangster How about uh, John Q? Ah, Zell? Denzel Washington. I can't see I can't see Zell as Blade, though. It says uh, Wesley Snipes, Denzel Washington, and Lawrence Fishburne were the three they thought could possibly pull off the road, but in Goyer's mind, Snipes was always the perfect choice for the character. That's crazy. I can see, I can see Lawrence Fishburne pulling it off, but I can't see Denzel as Blade. And now that they like with Wesley as Blade, I can't see nobody as Blade. Like Wesley Snipes is Blade, dude. But you know, that's like every movie we watch, though. I mean, can you picture anybody else playing Luke Skywalker other than Mark Hamill? Probably. Honestly, I mean, would you? It's hard to do that, though. That's why I have a hard time with the. Honestly, uh, I feel like I, now I love Mark Hamill. Absolutely love Mark Hamill. Think and, about and this. And I'm though. not sure. I'm not sure that we would have the response that we have now because you know you have. You had CO, COC, Extra Letter Smasher from a Jay and Passant Bob Strike Back. You got, mm-hmm. he is the greatest, maybe not live action, but he's the greatest Joker voice of all time. And, but I really feel like, like, as far as Luke is concerned, I feel like he's replaceable in the movies. I feel like Princess Leia is replaceable. I'll I tell you what we'll do then. I'm not very good at this. I had to put some real thought into it, but if you want to, we will do a recasting show one day soon. We've never like done Star a Star Wars. We well, maybe not a Star Wars. We'll 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 just we'll just you know, discuss. Oh, you the want movie. a trend? We'll trend with that. With <laughs> the, like, we'll, do you hear what these idiots are saying? <laughs> <laughs> Keyboard words come out of woodwork. You believe this duck case? <laughs> he said. He said Burt Reynolds should be Han Solo. What? <laughs> um, I could go yeah, for that. Right. Chewing that gum going, yeah. 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 Wow. Kessel Run. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Kessel Run. <laughs> uh, but no, maybe not Star Wars. But we'll, we'll decide it. We'll talk about it, okay? We, yeah. We've never done a recast, if you remember. We've done one casting of a movie, though, and that was the casting of a live-action version of He-Man. If they were to redo it today, we did right. that. And we had fun with that one, though. That was actually kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Finding some people that can play the roles and everything. So. Right. We could uh we could do that. I mean, we could say you know people who was back in that time could have been casted instead of the ones that did get cast. Absolutely. Go from there. So let me ask you a question. So we're veering away too, and we're coming. We're about forty minutes in. I wanted to find out what did Blade mean to you when it came out. Was it like a big deal for you? Because I'm gonna tell everybody. I'm gonna. You already know this. I'm gonna let everybody know. 
I know a minimum, a minimum of six, and I'm pretty sure I call it eight. I went to the movies and paid to see this movie a minimum of six times in the movie theater. Like this movie was everything to us when it came out to me in, in my crowd. So you were huge into comic books. Yeah. Like I was not huge into comic books. I loved cartoons. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't huge in that. I did have my share of comic books. I was big into the G.I. Joe comic books. I had issues 1 through 38 and stopped collecting at that point in time for whatever reason. I can't remember why. But I had 1 through 38 of G.I. Joe. I had the first, I had the four issues of the A-Team they put out there on the comics. I had some various X-Men, Uncanny X-Men. You know, I, I, I thought the X-Men were cool. Uh, but right. I didn't get into buying the series of things like that. Uh, and in and, and retrospect, looking back today, I would love, even at this point, to go back and repurchase some of these things and reread them again because I was I was into them like that. But Blade, I didn't know of Blade being a comic book character when I watched right. the movie. I thought it was just some idea that Hollywood had come up with for some you know some action star, uh, a fantasy type star. I liked the movie a lot when it came out. I didn't pay multiple times to go watch it. I watched it once at the theaters, and when it hit VHS, it was one I rented quite often. Because uh, mm-hmm. back then we were renting, you know, v- you know, tapes. We you had your own oh, VCR. Yeah, we had to pick a lucky, flick and, and blockbuster and movies, movie gallery, <laughs> and yeah, movie. You know, gallery. I mean, so then you had your your little local mom and pop places that rented movies too. I had one local down the road, just based out of an Amico station, where you could rent movies. I would get Blade every so often and rent and watch it. Yeah, you mentioned Billy Blanks earlier. I mean, Billy Blanks, uh, Cynthia Rothrock, Richard Norton, Bolo Young, Jaleel Mirahai, uh, uh, man, uh, all kinds of people in B movies that was just fun martial arts movies to watch. Right. And Bolo Young is probably the greatest bad guy ever. He's certainly the most, I feel like, probably the most prolific. I'd have to cross-reference that, but Bolo Young seemed like he was the bad guy in everything in the 80s. Uh, yes, he was a, He was a bad guy <laughs> in quite a few of those uh, Cynthia Rothrock flicks. Uh, Tiger Claws, in particular, I remember him being the bad guy in that one. Uh, but, he, you know, Bloodsport, obviously. Um, but, anywho, that's one we should hit up one day is Bloodsport, too. We should talk Bloodsport one day. Mm-hmm. He was that's in a great... Dragon, too. End of the he was he was in End of the Dragon for what definitely. Uh, did you yeah. know? Um, one more quick fact here: uh, Chris Christopherson's character Whistler was created for the Blade's cameo on Spider-Man: The Animated Series. Uh, he yeah. was liked so much by Marvel. Yeah, liked so much by Marvel CEO. He was adopted into the Marvel universe. That's what you just said. Yeah, I never watched Spider-Man: The Animated Series. But I will I say, I will say that uh, when I moved back to Tennessee recently, I was staying with my niece, and uh, her son loves the Spider-Man cartoons. And I watched practically every episode of that Spider-Man animated series with him down there, mm-hmm. and it was actually pretty good. I'm, I'm, I missed quite a lot with it. I liked X-Men the animated series back yeah, in '97. I'm surprised Kingpin I didn't watch and this. Lizard and Rhino uh, and all them in it. Well, and then talking about Blade again, they had Blade on there as far as one of the characters. Uh, they had like the little mini version that Nick Fury was teaming up together. Uh, right. And I don't, I didn't know half the names of the ones that were on it. You, you know what I thought was hilarious about Blade? What's that? So about Blade and Blade when they were updating the lore, 
uh, Norrington and Goyer decided that crosses wouldn't work against vampires anymore. You know why? Why? Because what if he's Jewish? Why, why would a cross work against him? <laughs> that Jewish was legit. Vampire. That, that was, was legit? legitimately. That's a legit trivia fact. I, I started saying, I'm, <laughs> say, I'm not ending the show right now. You ain't going to throw the joke out <laughs> so early. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. And Jet Li, Jet Li was offered the part of Deacon Frost, but he didn't take it so he could do uh, Lethal Weapon 4. I don't think I would have liked Jet Li as Deacon Frost. I don't either. I, I think I, I would have liked. I think I would have liked the fight between him and Wesley Snipes. I I read right. somewhere before that Wesley Snipes, and I don't know if it was Blade or one of his other movies, was so fast with his martial arts that they had to purposely have him slow down so the stunt actors could keep up with him. Yeah, yeah, that's real. You okay? So we were talking about Billy Blanks. He studied under Billy Blanks, legit. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's uh yeah, Wesley ain't no joke. Wesley will go upside your head for sure. Yeah, and, well if you look him up, you'll see he is a legit you know black belt for sure. Mm-hmm. He's one of the people out there that people thought he was just movie magic or something. There's nothing movie magic about the man. He knows his no, stuff. No, and if What's you watch your... if you watch these Blade movies too, his his martial arts and these Blade movies are it's beautiful. It's not it it's not somebody it, you know. You can tell movie magic versus a real martial artist. You know what I mean? You truly can yeah. because of their form. It's well, like you know, they, everybody watching Joe Rogan doing roundhouses and stuff. You know what I mean? Like nobody yeah. else kicks like Joe. You know? You know they got that uh, what they call studio fighters, mm-hmm. and then you got real martial artists, right? So, uh, what was one of your favorite scenes in the movie that stands out to you? The blood rave, the very beginning. Okay, so there's a couple. The the blood rave in the very beginning. I love that fight scene. That that entire thing from the moment it opens up and you hear that music playing that I just had come across the thing at the beginning of the show, all the way to you know the vampires turn into dust. And <clears throat> excuse me, I love the one where he throws uh, Vanessa. No, that's not her name. He throws the girl out of the window across the. In the, in the hospital when he throws her like across the entire street to the roof of the other one. Right. And then the cops come up, the cops start shooting him. And he's like, mother, are you out of your damn mind? Yeah. <laughs> and then I, there was another one that uh, he got the UV, Whistler had made the UV light. And this is, this is all, this whole scene is one big thing for me because like he got Whistler filling up the car and he's smoking a cigarette and spilling gas everywhere. Right. Like, and then he gives him this daggum big old thing that, uh, this UV light and like, Blade, he's like, I made some modifications to blah, blah, blah. And like Blade grabbed it. He goes, still heavy. And he like looked him up and down. And he goes, but you're so big. This <laughs> <laughs> like, movie's great. We, we really hadn't discussed the movie enough during the show. Like it's, there's a lot of great mm-hmm. moments in this movie. This, that was one of the things that added to me watching it so much. And it being so great in my heart. It's like him, you know, uh, the one I said at the beginning too, he says some MFers are always trying to ice skate uphill. You know, there's there's little lines in there. And it goes on beyond this too. Dude, oh my God. The third one was hilarious. The the second one was pretty funny. But the third one, geez. But do you know what? But do you know what made the third one so funny? Ryan Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Exactly. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Exactly. Uh, it's funny you mentioned your favorite scene was the blood rave and everything. The the background picture I have uh, behind me right now for those who get to watch the video later. That's where uh, he caught it, yeah. 
Look at the toy he's holding there. I call it the toy. Look at that 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 boomerang blade thing he's got. You only see one side of it. The other side curves back up the other way. Yep. If you're and, in the collectibles, that's called the S blade. And he takes it and he's up against the wall. He slings it when all these vampires are coming in, and it it curves around. The, it follows the wall all the way around. He comes back and catches it with his left. He throws it with the right, catches it with the left, and he's just grinning from ear to ear like, "Gotcha." Yeah, you know, it's like he's always then, doing cool stuff like that in it too. In the movie, well, yes, I, I believe it was the first movie. I could be wrong, but I believe it was the first movie where they had the motorcycles in the alley, and then he he like cut a backflip and he had that piece of that silver cable yeah. or whatever. Yeah, he cut a backflip like a twisting backflip over the bike and then like cut the dude's head off like all at the same time. It was like, yeah. oh. So good. See, and, and I know we haven't talked a great deal about the movie, but we're kind of steering that way. You know, we're kind of, we're trying not to go too in depth and give too much away. We want right. to tell you just enough to make you maybe pique your interest in wanting to watch it for sure. So we're trying to get too much spoiler no away. Doubt. Yeah, if you I, I don't want to go. go I, I don't want to go too far and say my favorite parts the end of it because I don't want to give the end fight away or anything. But that is one of my favorite scenes in there. But yeah. I did I did like the fight with the blood rave going on as well. That's definitely one of them that I did like a lot for sure uh an iconic moment for me that kind of stands out uh it is toward the end donald Lowe's we're talking about when he comes at him when quinn comes at him uh they already captured blade and he's he's now he's 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 done what he has to do to get back you know in the in, in the fight and everything and uh but before it happens donald uh quinn's tells him that thanks for the shades man you know he took his sunglasses and put them on yeah so as, as Quinn comes at him, he makes quick, easy work of him. The shades fly up in the air. He catches them, turn around, slides them on. It was like, yeah. And then the music hits, too. Yeah, and then the music hits, and it takes off from there, man. It's and then a the subway really, really scene cool. where, he, where he slams Quinn's head up against the daggum subway train as it goes by. This movie, there's, I mean, from front to back, beginning to end, this movie will in, it will enthrall you if you've ever seen it. This movie is no, was so there any, good. Was there anything that you disliked about it? Uh, the part, the in fight that they're talking about, I felt like after all that we saw, um, kind of robbed. I, I did. I felt kind of robbed, and I felt kind of let down as far as the special effects were concerned. Yeah, um, yeah. I felt like it was. I felt like it was far. It was over too fast, and it was. Yeah, the CGI was just not where it needed to be during the day or at the time, or or maybe they just were maybe they overreached for it you know what i mean like maybe they were just trying to do too much because the entire movie was just epic and then that part of it uh there's a moment it's not giving too much away there's a moment in it where blades flat out cuts dude in half and he comes apart at the waist but then the blood you see the blood like suck back together and he comes back down and stitches back up like he's invincible or something you know yeah it's like that was just that was a little over the top it no, was I mean, even it though was. we're watching a movie about vampires that's too much <laughs> right like it wasn't, it wasn't how it wasn't what happened it was the way it looked you know what i mean we went from having this spectacular visual film into looking like cartoons almost yeah it did it kind of jumped moment. on it uh, and 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 in that very same fight was another scene that I liked in the movie as well, which I'm not going to mention on air. I'll tell you about it just when we actually end the show. I'll tell you what it was, but I just don't want to give too much away. I want people to hear 
you know, and just want to go watch this movie because it is yeah. a great movie. If you say. if you think that you're going to get a movie where it's packed full of martial arts fights, I wouldn't say it's packed full, but you get your fair share of fights. You get your fair share, it. but you get so much epic from this too. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. You got vampires, you got badassery uh, everywhere you turn. And, you know, I mean, just that little bit that I said about the visual effects at the end, it doesn't ruin the movie by any means. It's just like, really? That could have been better. But this movie is still, I went to see it eight times, six to eight times in the theater. People were like, this is great. And the second one, I almost, it, like, it's hard for me to not say that the second one wasn't a better overall movie. Uh, I like the first, the first one's, of course, my favorite. But the second one, I feel like as far as an overall movie and vampire type stuff, like the second one is just flat out unreal. Yeah, definitely. A lot of good stuff in there. The third one, I think they were just kind of, I don't want to say they were reaching, but I mean, they were looking they were for something. In. Yeah, they were looking for something to make a story out of and definitely cashing in on the on, on the fame of the first two movies. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I, I would definitely rate it, you know, as being best to worst. Mm-hmm. I, I, I still like the original, so I'd have to go, you know, one, two, three in that order. Two was good, Absolutely. but not, not quite as good as one for me, because the introduction of Blade to me was was cool. Yeah, and that's that's why I say, you know, as far as, like, if, as far as the, the movie, like, it, that's why I say, it's, it's almost like I want to say the second one's better, but I can't, but I feel like as far as, a, 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 as far as, like, a, a vampire movie, but the second one wouldn't be what it was without the first one either. You know what I mean? Cause like you That's said, right. you got the introduction of blade and then you've got, now you know him and Whistler together. And then, you know, then you get Daryl in here and <laughs> his name ain't Daryl, but it's Daryl from the walking dead is in this movie too. One of his early, early appearances in this, not the first blade, the second blade. It, it was the second blade. Yes, you're right. Yeah. He was uh, good. Norman, um, Norman, Norman Reedus. Yeah. He plays good. Boondock Saints. That was one. That's yeah. one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, I know he was in that one. Uh, well, I mean, we're pretty much at that spot of the show. We're going to wrap things up. Uh, hopefully, that you guys have heard enough of the description of the movie that makes you want to go watch it. That's our goal for it, at least to get you interested enough to go pull this out and watch it. You won't be disappointed in any way. Uh, you can practically find it streaming in a number of places. I mean, a three dollar rental one night if you want something fun to watch. You can probably find it cheap enough to buy. Uh, and it's it's good to have. So, um, Travis, before I do the uh, usual and stuff, not your joke if you got one. Yeah. But I mean, do you have anything you want to throw out there before I start putting up the social medias and everything? Uh, no. Other than other than like like all jokes aside, I mean, in all seriousness, if you're ever going to go back and watch a movie that we say, aside from Lord of the Rings, that we say that holds up today, um. You know, we 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 acknowledge the fact that we love '80s cheese and that these things are back here and this and that. But if you want to watch something that like seriously ushered in this era of cinematography and and our current superhero movies, Blade is it. Like, if you're ever gonna watch a movie on a recommendation for us, go watch Blade. Like, aside from Lord of the Rings, <laughs> yeah. The Lord of the Rings is great. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's timeless. Super, super long, but great. Right. Well, just to let you guys know what I'm thinking about. I'm going to put the social medias out there, but I am switching on host for the podcast. Uh, I've been telling you all this time, you can go to anchor.fm slash retro life for you, and you can be a part of the, the show and answer questions and do the polls and leave a voice recording for us if you wanted to. 
Um, I have steered away from Anchor.fm. I've gone to Captivate. So hopefully that doesn't cause any issues with the downloads the first week. Uh, it's going to give us a lot more additional things, such as a web page that we can refer you guys to. You can listen to the show straight off the web page uh, or through your favorite player, like always. Like I mentioned, always iTunes, Spotify, Google, um, Amazon, probably still there. I have to check on that one. But the main ones that are out there, you can get us on, as well as Stitcher and a few other odd and end places. Uh, social media. What did you do? You lost your top. I knocked I knocked a box off of my dog on the desk over here. Look, we can't get good help anymore, everybody. We're trying to wrap this show up and give you some good information. He's been for knocking stuff off his desk and eggs are eight dollars a carton. What do you want from me? I'm telling no eggs, <laughs> eggs eggs have gone down, sir. Eggs have gone down. Oh, okay. All right, everything else is eight dollars and higher. Uh okay. Instagram at Retro Life for You, Facebook at Retro Life for You. Twitter, I don't remember, but I do put stuff on there every now and then. TikTok <laughs> at Retro Life for you. Uh, definitely check out the TikTok. I put little video clips on there from some movies from the 80s and 90s and such. And if I find anything like fun old commercials and things, I'll I put them on there as well. I think you guys might enjoy that and like that. And you can also get bits and pieces of some of the things we're talking about, like Blade. I'll find one for Blade and put up there as well. If you're not familiar with it and want to see it, maybe I'll find the trailer and put up there or something. Who knows? But uh, we uh, hope you enjoyed the show. And somebody, uh, if you could watch this video, is showing off his shirt with a big old S in the middle of it. I know it don't stand for super. It stands for, it's, this is my people's symbol for hope. Uh-huh. What do you hope for? That one day I'll defeat Dracula. I just can't make it to the crypt tonight. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys next, next week. Thanks for listening this week. Have a good one.